Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Welcome to Baptist Vices. Happy New Year. I know it's already been going, but just wanted to say it again. Happy New Year. Hope your year is going well in this 2023. And just encourage you, go to baptistpulpit.com and also Independent Baptist Seminary. We got that up and going. And if you're interested in grabbing a class or two, just contact us. And our classes are very reasonable and also very sound and biblical knowledge and theology. So we're going to have Pastor Carl Lubin from Queens, New York, and we'll have two podcasts, one, Faith Redefined, and then faith mis- Faith's Misconceptions. And so I think you'll enjoy those. So Pastor Carl Lubin will be with us. Welcome to Baptist Vices, and it's great to have Pastor Carl Lubin with us here in New York City. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So we're going to talk about, we're going to try to do one, maybe two podcasts. The first one we're entitling the Baptist Vice Faith Redefined for all of those out in podcast land that love uh, people that are going to redefine scripture. Look at that. Here we are. But we're actually going to scripture. So we're going to look at some scriptures, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. So that word, trust, we normally will associate with the idea of faith. Faith is resting or trusting. And in this passage, it tells us how our faith should be defined or where we should be relying on. So I'm going to let you talk, and I'll turn to the next passage while you're No, absolutely. It. I think the important thing about faith is it's not about necessarily just the measure of how much faith you have or how big or how strong. It's it's the object of your faith. Mm, yep. Because so many people have a big faith in a false god or in yeah. themselves or in the yeah. systems of this world, but the scripture always tells us the object of our faith ought always to be God. Yeah. So here in this passage, um, uh, it tells us trust in the Lord. So there's common common phrases that are out there in this world. For instance, and you can go to Hobby Lobby, you can go to anywhere, you can probably get a motivational poster that says, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're saying, well, that's faith. No, it's not. Yeah, that's a self-confidence yes. in our own flesh. Yeah, so... Our trust is in God. So first, as we're looking at defining faith, faith is in the right object. Right. It's not necessarily in ourselves. So we can always say, well, I got faith. Well, what do you got faith in? Oh, yeah. Because I could take you to Iraq, and there's people there that they have greater they have faith, faith than you and me, yes, probably. You're right. But in a system that's false and wrong yep. and godless. Yep. Um, yeah, you think uh, there are many 
religions that they're willing to put their life on the line. Yeah. They're willing to put their life on the line. That's faith. It's faith in something, but it's not in God. Right. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Romans 10, 17 tells us, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing again, it's an object by the word of God. Right. I think that's so crucial that the object of our faith is God, and our faith is in what God has said. Yeah. I think you off off the podcast we were talking a yeah. little bit that, you know, sometimes so many people talk about faith and it's really their own presumption. Yes. Of like, I feel like I want to do this and yeah. so I'm faithing this thing that I want, but God never told him to do that. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard the story. There's a guy, I think, in Asia that literally went to the zoo and jumped into a lion's den. And he was trying to show that he had great faith that God would protect him. He literally jumped into the lion exhibit. Wow. Well, he got mauled. Thankfully, they were able to rescue him. But that that's not faith. That's just presumption. That's just something subjective he felt. But it wasn't based on what God and his word told him to do. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest issue sometimes we see with uh, how people misuse the idea of faith. Yep. So our next verse, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 through 5, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. So go along with our faith. We're seeing where is he putting it in. Uh, it It is in a person, Jesus Christ and him crucified, which goes along with a finished work of Christ. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. And here's our word, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So here we're given another text that instructs us that our faith should not be in man or in man's wisdom. And we're going to get that, we'll probably get into this aspect more in the second podcast, but I find that many times I fall back into that man's wisdom. So it's logic, it's reasoning. Hey, this makes sense. And there are some times that God, by faith, is pushing us, and it's outside, <laughs> I call it outside of sense world. Yeah. And 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 I, I think... Uh, I think you could testify to that. Maybe, all right, so one thing that I think of is just how God led you here and now you're pastoring this church. And I can remember it was, we just talked about it because I thought it was sooner, but time passes. So in the summer of 2017, what happened in your life? So summer 2017, I had been the youth pastor, assistant pastor in our ministry for, I guess, um, seven years at that point. And um, Pastor Barker came to me and said, you know, Carl, I'm praying about moving on in ministry, and I'm going to recommend the church vote to have you be the next pastor at Bible Baptist Church here in (laughs) Elmont. And it wasn't something that I necessarily knew was coming at that point in time. You know, Pastor Barker is definitely not someone that was slowing down in ministry. Right. It wasn't There were no clear signs that, well, he's probably on his way out. Um, so that was definitely a, a time of faith for me and my family, but we felt like 
God had been knitting our hearts together for that time and that that was what the Lord was leading our church to do. And so the church at the time, all right, let's think as far as just man's thinking. So the church at the time, uh, Pastor Barker was, uh, was he He 60 then? uh, He he was probably, yeah, he was 60. He was probably 62. All right, 62, which, which is relatively young. Right. He started this church. Yes, sir. Twenty pastored it for twenty seven years. All right, so twenty seven years. You have a building. And actually the as far as the debt ratio, all that, it, it's not outrageous. Right. Um, seemed to be going well. I know Pastor Barker, he's awesome at building people. Like um to me, one of his uh strengths is the the teaching. Absolutely. Just that teaching ministry and just I don't know if you still have it on your website. I remember going to your website and looking at just different lessons. I mean, just gobs and gobs of Bible. Right. Just Bible, Bible, Bible. And 62 going well. And then here it's dropped on you. Mm-hmm. And then and then if you think at man's reasoning, you were, and I were talking about this, so he goes to do a church plant in Naples, and it didn't, it didn't really go well yeah. at first. Yeah. Which in man's reasoning would say he made a mistake. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it could be easy to, if you judge things by whatever human metrics you yes, want to judge it you by. you would say, oh, okay, so something's messed up there. Mm-hmm. But you felt peace, he feels peace, mm-hmm. and God is moving along. Right, right. And so faith tells us that we're not going to rely on man's wisdom. Now, we can go to the Word of God, and that's where the Word of God comes in. So he's not ha- having us move in some odd realm that is contrary to Scripture. Right, the Holy Spirit and faith yes. never oppose Scripture. It uplifts yes. Scripture, right? It doesn't have us contradict what he wants yes. us to do. So faith, again, sometimes stretches us. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go to another passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 10, a little longer passage. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with hands eternal in heavens. So it's setting a context for us, and that is, it's not about here. It's not about this life. For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given us un, given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. And here's the phrase, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. And verse 10 this is what I think is interesting when I was uh, thinking about this topic. Context is always really important. Verse 10, I did not necessarily always think in the context here, but verse 10 is in the context of living in the heavenlies. Why? Because we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So by faith, I need to be acting with eternity in view yeah. because... I'm going to answer for that. Right. And I think that is sometimes difficult because um, I don't I don't necessarily live in heaven. <laughs> right. 
we don't necessarily see the tangible <laughs> benefits of heaven. Yes. Every day in our present. And so yeah. we don't walk by faith. We often walk by what we can see, touch, feel. Yes. Our physical senses, but the spiritual world is just as real. Yes. And like you said, we ought to be living in light of that. Yes. So we're defining biblical faith. Biblical faith. So I've studied faith. I remember doing a uh, a study through the book of James, pretty deep study through that, where it says that faith without works is dead. And it's interesting because there was controversy about 500 years ago with the book of James. In fact, Martin Luther uh, didn't really like that James was canonized. Didn't he call it like a... A straw, <laughs> yes, a pestle, like it's yes. just, yeah, he hated it. He, he misunderstood, I yes. think. And James some of it, I, and I think you got to understand, Romans and James yeah. have, they're both in the Bible because both are necessary. Because there's a tendency for us to uh, not bring our faith down to the ground. The rubber meets the road. So when I did that study, one idea that kind of came to me when I was looking at it, is that faith is a spiritual muscle. So by that, it has to be evidenced by working. And that happens by us exercising our faith. And so God wants us to be exercising our faith, wants to be stretching it. Just to me, the example would be working out, whether it's, you know, you know, with weights or an aerobic type physical activity, we're pushing and it's stretching us and it's helping us grow. It's making us healthy. Absolutely. So God stretches our faith to make us healthy and that muscle then is in use. Absolutely. Our faith is exercised. Yeah, that's a great point. I always tell our church, faith is not passive. It's always active. It's a verb, right? It's something that we can say, well, I'm trusting the Lord. And sometimes that's kind of a cop-out for I'm just kind of sitting around waiting and not doing anything. And sometimes God wants us to wait. I understand that. But faith is trusting what God's going to do through me. And so here I go, Lord, and I'm trusting you're going to use me in whatever step of faith that he has before me. So it's always active. Like you said, he's stretching us, building us. All right. So that is our first podcast. All right. Faith redefined, and we redefined it scripturally. And scripturally, faith is in an object, it's God, it's Jesus Christ, it's him crucified, it's through the word of God. So when my faith is outside of that object, when it's outside the realm of the word of God, then it's a false faith. So pick up with part two, part two uh, next week. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.